0: Hey, what's up, gamers? It's me, your boy, the International Space Station, coming to you live here to read off some patron shout-outs. We've got Eddie De Santiago, Zach, Sammy V, Michael Robertson, Erica Scherer, Ruben Castillo, Dion Thomas, Kyle Hatfield, Emily Lyon, Stephen Mayfield, Spence, Nancy Koenig. Shout out, mom! Nene12715, Hana Kim, Jetset Spy, Pilnock, and Matt, aka Stormageddon. If you want to hear your name at the start of this show, read by me, the International Space Station, you can back us at patreon.com slash somegoodshows or direct your web browser to bigbone.zone. Hit us up at that $7 tier. Thanks so much, everyone. Enjoy the show. Okay,
1: so then we see stanley stanley gucci i got so excited to see stanley tucci in this movie because i didn't know i didn't know he was in it i completely forgot i'm so
0: furious that they had the audacity to make incredibly attractive human being stanley tucci unattractive in this movie Yeah, they make him very old what gives you the right i don't know
1: look at that man making a cocktail and tell me that they were justified to do this to him they weren't yassified stanley tucci in this movie like let me have They de assified <laughs> Stanley Tucci. <laughs>
0: Welcome to the MCU ThoughtCast, where we endeavor to watch all the entries in the Marvel Cinematic
1: Universe. I'm your host, Pilnock Pilnockington. And I'm your host, Audrey Anderson. Today we're talking about Captain America, the first Avenger from 2011. So the Disney Plus description for this movie is, After being deemed unfit for military service, Steve Rogers volunteers for a top-secret research project that turns him into Captain America. Pilnock, without spoilers, what's your high-level review? There's so much ass in this movie. Oh my god, yeah, a tremendous amount.
0: So I'm going to have to give this... I mean, two out of two booty cheeks clapping. I'm so glad you took a sip of coffee right then. Yeah, thank you for that.
1: There's a lot of a uh, lot of tight suitage. I really appreciate That's, it's so much. Yeah, I didn't realize these movies were so bisexual. <laughs> they're they're for me. Like every single one so far has been like, here you go, feast. Yeah. Now th- some some more so than others. I would say Hulk didn't give me a lot of uh, dude shots. Shots of dudes that made me attractive. But they gave us a sensitive dude instead of yeah. an angry dude. A dude that nice. you'd want to go out to dinner with and maybe talk oh, yeah. talk over a nice drink afterwards. Yeah, but, for sure. But uh, this one, you get the whole package, which I do love.
0: Yeah. What did you think? What did you know about this
1: before you went in? If anything, I'm sure the the gifts. Oh, of the this gifts. movie. So the main gift, of course, is uh, so spoilers from here on out because mm-hmm. the gifts that I saw, like obviously the whole premise of the movie, uh, Steve Rogers becomes Iron Man. He gets real beefy, um, and that's the a fra- we're going to get to use that word a whole lot in this because there's yeah. nothing more appropriate to describe what he turns into other than just a beefy boy. It's the himboification of Steve Rogers. Oh, yes yeah he's just he is so good-hearted and stupid he's so sweet so sweet uh so the first thing that i knew like going into it is the gif of him coming out of the captain america fire thing the chamber Mm -hmm. and he's he's taller and he's got big pecs and the gif (laughs) of peggy going up to him and being like huh and kind of like poking at his titty a little bit and being like "Mm." which was an accident the actress just reflexively did oh that, my and God. they kept it in the movie. Yes, I love. And it. I don't blame her.
0: I get it. Yeah,
1: is this real? <laughs> I imagine yeah. the acting before then was so awkward too, because you have. Uh, this is getting into it too much, but Steve, Ro- like uh, Chris, uh, fuck, what is his name? Chris something Chris Evans. Chris Evans, it's, there's too many Chris's. Chris yeah, Evans' head like on a skinny boy. I don't know how you act that. Yeah, at the
0: time I watched that, I thought it was great. Watching it now, it looks so bad. It looks really Like bad. the CGI
1: looks questionable and spooky. Yeah, so like then getting to act with like actual Chris Evans' body and he's oiled up and everything, is just like, <laughs> mm, okay. Uh, <laughs> okay, other things that I knew about the movie before going in, uh, mm-hmm. The whole plot is just like the the SpongeBob thing of I was a wimp, then I got anchor arms, now I'm a jerk, and everyone loves me. Oh my god, you're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew. So we're getting into like real like bad bad guy ter- territory here with uh, the bad guys being the Nazis, and I guess the there's a uh, there's a small distinction between Hydra and like the full on Nazi party, but not enough for it to be. It's like a Venn diagram that's almost a circle. Yeah. But the weird part is that I have seen people out in real life in the United States of America wearing Hydra shirts, which feels very strange.
0: I think it's a tasteless bad choice, but I do think it's the same concept of nerds supporting the Empire and wearing Empire versus Rebel logos from Star Wars. Like I am hoping they're not like, haha, ideals. I think they're just like kind of edgy,
1: like this aesthetic better. It's like. I have a Team Rocket shirt from Pokemon, but it's like. <laughs> it's a little different. It feels a little different because that one is a yeah. little bit more extremely fictionalized as opposed to Hydra is based off of. Nazis.
0: There's also a lot of times where rooting for the villain makes sense because they're more interesting characters. Mm -hmm. That's not usually the case in Marvel. No. Marvel's very black and white about it. Like DC villains are sympathetic. You feel kind of bad for them sometimes.
1: I do want to see more villains where you do get kind of that sympathetic side, like more eco terrorists.
0: (laughs) Yes! Poison Ivy, not a villain, just an eco terrorist. Yeah. But it also makes them more sympathetic to the viewer. It makes them more interesting when they're more sympathetic. Because wanting to take over the world for the sake of taking over the world is so fucking boring. Yeah. I don't care. Ozai, boring. Azula, interesting.
1: Speaking of, my other note that I knew before was that this is basically the the whole like overarching premise that you get like at the very beginning and end is that Steve Rogers is Avatar The Last Airbender because he's found in oh, a block of ice. <laughs> oh my God, he is. <laughs> I didn't think of it like that before. You are right. Yeah. And now he has to master the four elements or whatever and uh, somehow deal with Tony Stark in the next movie. Yeah, good luck. Okay, we ready to get into this, this? I think I think we're ready to get into the thick of it.
0: This episode is brought to you by the polio vaccine, the least painful part of the process of becoming Captain America. Okay, I liked that it starts with heavy Norse mythology. Yeah. I thought that was cute. So we start with um, the world tree... Idrisil, yes which i think is also in world of warcraft because everything cannibalizes everything it, it's so definitely it
1: is heavily referenced in all kinds of like nerd it's media everywhere because yeah. we don't have a whole lot of like this is gonna sound, th- this is gonna be mean and it deserves to be mean we don't have a whole <laughs> lot of cool white culture like mythology to pull so from. why don't we stop
0: using it yeah that's There's the problem so many like hindu gods that would be so
1: fucking interesting there's so many other like but also you'd have to pull in people who actually knew what they were talking about with those things whereas like i as a white person would feel nothing about getting norse mythology wrong but i am not going to touch hindu mythology unless i have like experts that i can pull from and that takes hiring diverse people and nobody's gonna do that
0: if you continue to just hire the same six guys to write comics forever, you're going to get the same six fucking stories. Yes. It's boring. Mm-hmm. Stop it.
1: Yeah. And it's really interesting, too. So, like, the after, like, we mentioned, like, uh, the very beginning of the movie is the military is going to, like, the frozen tundra and they're mm-hmm. unearthing the like Nazi plane. military. No, this is the modern day, like, this is American military. And Oh, the, I'm, I was at thinking very when they get the box. Yeah. And then when okay. it, it goes back to 1942 uh mm-hmm. nazis have are in i i it's in norway and they're it is. basically breaking into like an ancient viking ruin so there is some real history of like there were uh certain high up nazis who were very into occult stuff
0: yeah which makes sense because there's a bunch of fucking nazis today who are super into north missile myso- north's mythology a bunch of nazis today who are into Norse mythology. It,
1: it God, it's God. sad that it makes it a red flag when someone is like very into like viking. Yeah. Vikings. You got viking
0: tattoos? Mm. I'm I'm skeptical.
1: Yeah, that's Sorry. But uh yeah, most of the, like people people kind of overblow it like there was a big book that came out about like the history of like nazism and its relationship with the occult, but mostly nazis were just on meth and they were trying everything. Yeah.
0: They're like objectively terrible people and you do have to be careful in media where you don't want to mythologize them Mm -hmm. which this movie 100 percent does they're just men yeah they're not demons or monsters that are doing these horrible things even if that's easier for your brain to reconcile and because you don't want to believe that humans can be this bad yeah but they are don't mythologize them yeah nazis nazis were actually
1: just that bad they were just okay bad people
0: yeah and then we got hydra yes so like the mythologizing which makes it so much more palatable it makes it it separates it from reality and also yeah. the technology hydra has and
1: i will say what the fuck yeah that that part is questionable <laughs> for sure 1948 yeah we are gonna just like more? make lasers like okay yeah. uh hmm. the one thing i will say i do like how they handled was we only really get two hydra characters with like real screen time and personalities and like fleshed out characters which i think is honestly good yeah. like the rest of them are faceless soldiers and i'm i'm pretty fine with that
0: yeah we get johann schmidt who's uh-huh. the main guy red skulls yes. and then another guy who i just continually refer to as Schmi, <laughs> because he is
1: <laughs> he, he's interesting I name. <laughs> uh i know it starts with a z give me one second
0: ziegler zola arnim zola yeah I did write that down. Look at me.
1: Look at you. I the, everyone listening, we watched and took these notes a week ago. Yeah, we fucked uh, up. <laughs> so in Norway, the Nazis, like Schmidt, is the main one. Uh, mm-hmm. He's really high ranking, and he's like walking in, and he's like, "Where is the thing?" And the thing turns out to be the tesseract. Which we see at the very end of Thor, correct? Yes. Okay. Yes. In the post-credit scene.
0: So we know eventually Shield gets
1: it. Yes. My understanding is that it's this weird, like, unlimited source of energy. Like, I don't. F- okay. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll get fair. to know later. Like, it's clearly going to be a major plot thing. I think
0: it might have its own inherent thing, kind of like how the Frosty casket did. The frasket. Okay. The frasket. Because remember, he could use that to fire ice lasers. Yes. Loki did. I, I don't know for sure, but I, maybe the Tesseract does something like that, too. People who have watched all these movies listening are like, it
1: does this! They're like me when I hear like people asking questions about true crime and non-true crime shows. And I'm like, I know the answer. Let me on. Pick me. Pick me. Yeah, I love no. to talk to the podcasters in my car. <laughs> Normal. Yeah, you can talk to us in your car. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at Ted Cruz if you want to <laughs> give us tips. Um, yeah, so he gets the Schmidt gets the tesseract. Uh, by the way, also they didn't hide it very well. This dude that's never been here before comes through and he's like, the first thing he checks, the very first thing he che- <laughs> he like pushes in a brick or something. Like it's a like yes. the, the secret door. It's
0: the eye of the snake is like a button. Yeah,
1: you a guys bu- couldn't have h- hidden it well. It's clearly very important. Mm-hmm. um but yeah he
0: takes it that's bad he rubs his jaw a lot in the scene uh the red skull and i was like what's happening here do you have fucking tmj like every time he talks he like opens and clicks his jaw and then rubs it it's creepy continue the other
1: thing that i did like about this scene is there's more discussion of like magic versus science like he specifically too. yeah he specifically has a line about like uh, you call it super, like, science, like, superstition, or, like, something like that. I didn't write that full yeah. line in my notes, but I do like that that's a common thread throughout this, because if you're going to have superheroes and what... Gods. And gods, yeah, in what otherwise is a very, like, seeming, like, similar to real life, like, universe, like, mm-hmm. I think it is very cool to to play with that a little bit.
0: I agree. And it's very interesting to take the superstitious and use it in science, as he's about to do. Mm -hmm. So he takes this, like, mystical, magical cubie boy Mm -hmm. and then uses it in machines, which,
1: I don't know, I just like the contrast. I think it's fun. Yeah, it's very neat. And then we get to see Steve. Then we get to see little baby boy Steve. Steve. He's just a little guy. Yeah, the the synopsis that we pulled up says that at the beginning of the movie, he's 20-something, 90 pounds, 5 foot tall, and asthmatic.
0: (laughs) We love a short we king. We love a short we love king. A short king. He is watching very literal pr- military propaganda in the theater, yeah. which feels a little meta to be watching military propaganda, Captain America, in the theater.
1: Yeah, I think I think it's not like that's not the movie. I think they had those before the movies, like those were like basically oh. your previews. Which, I mean, they do the same thing in the movie theater before these movies. Where they have like an ad for the air force or whatever. I think they had an ad for the air force before the My Hero Academia movie when I went to see it. Oh my god! Yeah, there's like some very like sketchy like, oh these people really like watching superheroes. What if you were really a superhero? Join the U.S. military. It's it's been around for a long time yeah yeah and this is after he gets he keeps trying to sign up for the military because he he says his parents were both involved in it his mom was a nurse Mm -hmm. i think and his dad was in like a certain platoon look don't join the military it's a fucking scam they prey on poor people um recruiting practices
0: are disgusting don't don't do it but i'm mad at how cute i found it that he kept trying
1: i'm like fuck it's working in his defense if you're going to sign up for the U.S. military at any point in history, this is the more defensible time because it's it's yes. Nazis. He doesn't like bullies. He doesn't like bullies. That's the reason he gives the doctor. It's so cute. Uh, he does get his ass
0: beat. Can I talk about this yet? Are you good? Yeah. The first kind of scrappy signs we get of Steve is he's running away from some baddies, some jerks and he gets his ass beat in an alley, and he does pick up a trash can lid to use as a shield, yes. and that happens a lot. Like, he continuously picks up a shield to use, which is really cute. He's very defensive. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to attack. He wants to play fair. He's not going to run from a fight. It's, like, there's so much about his character that's just, like, thrown into, like, little beats like that that I thought were really cute.
1: Yeah. Um, Man, Tony Stark looking real bad right now. Yeah, I do like that you, you mentioned, like, he does. He doesn't have a weapon. The weapon is basically right. him. The the big characteristic like thing of his costume is his shield. Yeah, he uses the taxi
0: door. He uses a shield when he's in the Nazi base. He uses a shield in this alley. Like it's it's a it's a good cute theme. Yeah, and it's not it's not beating you over the head with it. Right. Like they're not saying, look at him use it like. Thank you for not holding our hands for once, Marvel. Yeah,
1: and it is—it is a consistent like character thing for him. He—he's not a violent guy. He's not like let's no. go kill some guys because you—you see other military uh, people in this movie who are very much in that headspace, right? Of just like let's go kill some Nazis and like, yeah, I mean, like that's fair. <laughs> yeah, do punch Nazis, do. But any chance you get, yeah, absolutely. I—I I do like that. I, I think this is a really compelling character, and that's what I really liked about this movie. Is like I do think this is my favorite of the movies so far. Mine too. Yeah, it's not even close. Yeah, like yeah, it didn't even have Liv Tyler. And it's still my no, favorite. No, but it did.
0: Ha- oh, who plays Peggy? I love her. Oh, I, I remember her name. That's okay. we'll, we'll get there. But <laughs> let me, I'll look it up for later because we're not. We don't even meet her yet. Yeah, Peggy.
1: Um, he's getting beat up in the alley by the guy that was like heckling during. The opening credits of the movie because steve rogers is like don't be disrespectful during the ad before the movie and the guy like yeah. stands up in the theater and he's like fucking huge and like yeah kicks the yeah. shit out of him and then he gets rescued by bucky barnes sebastian you mean Stan. sebastian Stan from gossip girl oh is he in gossip girl he's the bad boy in gossip girl oh see Hold on, let me find his name the movie i watched last night um That he was in, I watched Flesh on Hulu, and Pilonak, you cannot watch it because it's yucky. Oh, it was like permission for me. You don't want to watch it. Uh, No, you're right. But if you're a horror thriller fan and you're not afraid, horror fan, yeah, if you're not afraid of like gore, he plays a very good creep, Sebastian Stan.
0: He, yeah, well, he plays a creep in Gossip Girl, oh. um, a gambling addict bad boy named Carter Bazin.
1: Carter.
0: <laughs> I can't believe. I, I can't believe you don't know. Don't watch Gossip Girl now. It does not hold up. I can't
1: imagine. Even though they're, they're rebooting it, aren't they? They already did. I'm not partaking in that.
0: But yeah, he it's it's just so funny how many actors are huge in Marvel now and were kind of not a huge deal before mm. or they had like very few little roles. And every time I
1: see him, I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. That Carter Bazin. Isn't Joe what are you from doing here? you on Netflix, like, also in Gossip Girl? Spoilers. He is the Gossip Girl. <gasps> Penn yeah, Badgley, dog. you motherfucker. Yeah. yeah, Love it. And you know what?
0: He's obsessed with a blonde that he chases around the city in that, too. Hmm.
1: Look, find your chill, when does Penn. does Pen Badgley get to be in the MCU? I think he'd be a really good villain. I think he would be too. Yeah, like a psychological one, like obviously. David Tennant and Jessica Jones. Anyways. Ooh, yeah.
0: Fuck, that was su- he was such a good villain. Okay, we can't do that. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay, so we get Sebastian Stan, bad boy of the Gossip Girl universe. Yes. One of them. He's no Chuck Bass. But he's a good boy in this. Yeah, and they're headed to the World's Fair. Stark. Yes, the Stark Fair. <laughs> yeah. Basically. And they said, "Where are we going? The future."
1: Mm-hmm. Shut the fuck up cheesy-ass, back-to-the-future-sounded bitch. It's, it's fun to see uh, Steve and Bucky right next to each other now because, like, later on, the dynamic is going to flip a little bit. But it's clearly, yeah. like, it's very emasculating to be next to Bucky because he just got recruited, and he's yes. about to ship out, and he's wearing his, like, military casual uniform or whatever, mm-hmm. and he's like, He's got two girls on his arm, yeah, one go, of which is Clara Let's Oswald. go dance with Oswald. chicks. And then yeah. there's, like, poor little Steve. love him he's so sweet no one would dance with him yeah he's waiting for the right partner he doesn't know how to talk to girls
0: oh he's so cute um i do regret to inform you that two things and i don't know which one to tell you because if i tell you both i will be crucified but if i tell you one or the other it'll be fine give it to me straight i don't care the order of events that i wrote them all caps yo young Stark could fucking get it oh no and then several lines later, wait, never mind. Does he look like if Ben Shapiro could grow facial hair? Stop.
1: Stop. Now I know why you almost didn't tell me that. Yeah. Fuck. I thought you were going to tell me that like one of these actors has done heinous things outside of movies. No. But you...
0: Young Stark is like if Ben Shapiro could grow facial hair and had
1: a spine. And like some ounce of charisma. Yeah. And like didn't have that voice. Yeah. Yeah. My my note here is like father like son with the Starks because t- Ooh, <laughs> Howard Stark is up there giving this presentation also with dancing like uh, patriotically clad women And he's showing off this hover car. But the difference between the two Starks is he is showing off this hover car and it just crashes back to the floor at one point. Which was funny. It's very funny. And he's like, I said the technology was a few years away. Yeah, that was cute. I I liked that a lot. Also, okay, I was going over the timeline with Cam before this. So this is 1942. Howard Stark is like you know a, a young adult mm-hmm. and so theoretically probably at least 20 so he was born in the 1920s if not the 19 teens his son's alive in this is he he
0: mentions his son in the movie oh because which is like how the fuck old is tony that's okay i didn't realize so when he they're mentioned like talking about shield fuck maybe i'm wrong i think so though so like they're talking about shield prototypes and things mm-hmm. right like that seemed like when they're like that kind of underground-looking thing? Yeah. The, like, yeah. whatever. I think he references his son.
1: Fuck, if I'm wrong, I'm so sorry. Either way, okay, so Iron Man comes out in 2008. Robert Downey Jr., I think, is around in his 40s in that movie. So he would theoretically be born in the late 60s. He's 42, I remember, because I, I guessed it right. Yeah, so he would have been born in, like, the mid-60s. Mm-hmm. So if... Uh, it, it is plausible, like, Howard would have had to have him when he was, like, 40, though. That sounds right. But... He's, he's like a, fucking a playboy, playboy in this.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It took him a while to settle down. So
1: I want there to be a bastard Stark out there somewhere who Ooh. clearly like the intelligence is supposed to be genetic. So let me write yeah, an Iron Man wild. story about some like fucking abandoned bastard Stark child. Yeah. And then he's also probably a genius. Why not? I like that.
0: I would actually prefer him to be a better person than Tony and a good guy. Who's like just working for SHIELD and doesn't realise he's a Stark or something. Yeah. I think
1: that'd be so cute. I think that would be really oh, that'd be cool. so cute. Especially because they hire us. if you weren't if you weren't raised with the Stark wealth, you wouldn't have the ego that Tony Stark does.
0: And you'd be so much more innovative and scrappy yes. because you can't just buy the part, you have to make the you part
1: You would have been like, uh, what's his face from Iron Man Two, who was raised yes. in fucking Russia. I want my bird. I want my yeah. bird. Yes love him okay mickey work so we see
0: clara oswald dancing with bucky Mm -hmm. um from doctor who because good catch
1: Thank you. i did not pay attention to those women
0: i was like she has like one line in the entire movie (laughs) but this is 2011 so i don't know
1: also she's british also maybe it's not her anyway oh this movie doesn't pass the bechdel test does it because you have to have two women having a conversation together
0: i'm trying to think of who peggy
1: talks to i think i think she only talks to men Because it is in the military. She is like the only woman there other than uh, Natalie Dormer. Oh, that's right. I hate Natalie Dormer in this movie. I know. She's meant to be hated.
0: So Iron Man 2 because Natasha and Pepper talk very briefly about business, which is why I go back and forth on whether that fucking counts because Tony's in the room and they're just talking about it to not talk Mm. about him. Like it's fuck you. Thor clearly passes tons of women in that movie. Great movie. Captain does not. There's only one named female character. We
1: don't even know Natalie Dormer character's name. I looked it up. Her name's Lorraine. Thank you. I think they just gave her. An, I think they just gave her a name. I don't. I don't know if she's in the show. Also, what a waste of Natalie Dormer. I know. I saw her on the screen Excuse like me? briefly, and I was like, "Wait a second. And then she gets like yeah. to actually do something. Um, but Weird. we're supposed to hate her. Okay. So then we see. Stanley Stanley Gucci. I got so excited to see Stanley Tucci in this movie because I didn't know. I didn't know he was in it. I completely forgot. I'm so
0: furious that they had the audacity to make incredibly attractive human being Stanley Tucci unattractive in this movie. Yeah, they make him very old. What gives you the right? I don't know. Look at that
1: man making a cocktail and tell me that they were justified to do this to him. They weren't. Yassify Stanley Tucci in this movie, like. Let me have They de-assified they- <laughs> <de-osified> Stanley Tucci. <laughs> uh, so he plays Dr. Abraham
0: Erskine. Erksine, Erskine? One of those. Um, he's a strategic scientific researcher. Mm. And he lives at 73rd and Utopia Parkway in Queens in a very funny exchange. Where are you from? Brooklyn queen.
1: Yeah, cuz he has a very but heavy I'm also from Germany yeah. if that's a problem. He has a very heavy like, German shoot. accent in America in the 1940s.
0: Yeah, don't as as a general rule, maybe just don't ask people where they're really from, Stephen. And then he's like like getting into it, you've applied so many times, you keep failing. Also, you're what you're doing is illegal. You're lying on your intake forms. yeah Um and he's like what are you doing this for? What's your fucking motivation? You want to kill a bunch of Nazis? And Steve thinks about it for a little bit and says, I don't want to kill anyone. I don't like bullies and I don't care where they're from. Steve, you're perfect. I love you. I love him so much. When you're still a tiny baby, want to scoop you up and hold you real close?
1: Yeah. The Okay. The one like thing that's a little bit unrealistic is girls love to flock around the one like Twinkie boy at school that's Mm -hmm. like weak so he should have he should be so much better with women because those Mm -hmm. were his friends growing up also all the men are gone also all the men are gone yeah all of the like men of like a certain age are up in the military getting murdered and yeah like 16 to 70 bye bye they're all out
0: Steve this is your chance to shine um (laughs) truly we finally get to see the queen of my life yes Peggy Carter played by I've already forgotten I just looked it up
1: Haley Atwell. Yes. Yeah. So Dr. Erskine works for the the military. He really likes Steve because he's not just in it for, you know, like mm-hmm. whatever. He he has like yeah. a clear moral compass and he's determined. He's not an asshole jock. Yeah. yeah. So Dr. Erskine is recruiting for like a special secret like science division mm-hmm. and Peggy's there which is very cool like it doesn't really explain how she got to that position she must have done some kick-ass shit because they didn't just let women have important military roles no they didn't they like barely let women in at all no you want to be a you got to be nurses yeah and like the the women who dressed up in like red white and blue like dance uniforms basically
0: yes Not the Ironettes, whatever Captain Americas are called. Hold on.
1: Captainettes. Uh, (laughs) Star-spangled singers.
0: Oh, that's cute. Shit, that's cute. (laughs) That's cute. I'll allow it. They were a group of female dancers wearing red, white, and blue outfits with World War II-era hats. Yeah, okay, cute. Okay, so we see Peggy,
1: lover, um, red lipstick made for this bitch. And also Tommy Lee Jones, who gets to be in so many military movies.
0: Yeah, I wrote incredible. Thank you. What a gift. Wouldn't change a thing. Hey, fun fact no relation to Tommy Lee yeah
1: who is played by Sebastian Stan in uh, Pam and Tommy oh my god you're right which is
0: um, also unethical don't watch it Pam and Tommy did not get permission for that to be made and actually asked for it to not be made
1: oh I didn't know that see my parents tried to get me to watch it uh, because apparently Tommy Lee's penis is animated and talks to him and that was their selling point for me. They were like, it's so funny. And I'm like, I don't know anything about this story. And I can't imagine it's told well.
0: I don't want to be around anymore. Sorry. Horrible. Okay, so then we get to brains over bronze, baby. Um, he Mulan's that fucking flagpole. Yeah,
1: he does his military training arc.
0: Yeah, it was a very cute, confident moment of everyone being like, there ain't no way I'm going to get that flag. And Steve is just like, huh, pulls a peg out the pole topples over. He grabs the flag, hands it to Peggy and hops in the car. Yeah. Brilliant. Because he's struggling. He's not going to keep up with the fucking another... They're halfway through or something on that Everything
1: that they show where, yeah, he's like, you know, doing like army crawling through like obstacle courses. He is super far behind Mm -hmm. and yeah, he's like struggling to keep up on a job. And they're actively working against him. They're all dickheads. Like the jocks like kick the post holding the
0: the barbed wire Mm -hmm. up. Fuck you. Like... What's the
1: point? Yeah, <laughs> why? Why do you just exist to be jerks? Literally, same team, guys. The guy that's the worst to him—that's the guy that Tommy Lee Jones wants to pick for their super like science serum thing. Right. And Dr. Erskine is like, he likes Steve because, again, like he has a strong moral He's compass. Brave. He's smart. Like he thinks outside the box because, like, nobody else thought to just knock the pet the the flagpole over
0: right so he's great he's compassionate he cares about his team he wants like he's not putting himself first and then we get the ultimate goddamn test of that and tommy lee thinks he's proven a fucking point and throws a lot li- well a not live but like a live grenade out and everyone runs except for steve perfect precious cinnamon roll angel of a boy who jumps on that grenade to save everyone's life yes
1: excuse me including peggy who also walks towards she kind of like jerks towards the grenade also so you kind of see the similar thing of like she also might have done that i think that she knew it was fake but in that
0: brief instant she was like like a reflex jump on it Mm. and then she's like oh it's fake yeah i think she knew because she tommy and Erskine, stanley Erskine, all knew that it was fake like those weren't whatever yet right yeah I don't know. But still, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Peggy good. Peggy's great. Good. And then you
1: you, you also, like, it, it just goes to show, like, how similar she and Steve are in their, yeah. like, you know, their goals and, like, what, what they're doing this for. Because it's also mentioned that she is British. Like, she has an accent throughout the movie. So that's kind of an interesting part, too. It's like, how did you end up here? Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of working mm-hmm. together. It makes sense that there's a lot of
0: overlap between the two. They probably share base camps and yeah. things. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not military but um the moment of the grenade and like the feeling of delight and all that mm. made me very aware how susceptible I am to war propping <laughs> I was so I was like oh this is so cute and then immediately God damn it this is the movie where it's sneakier because it's it I'm feels so all justified it got me so much yeah, yeah it got me so much um so then John, we see John Schmidt again the big scary Nazi man um he wanted to become the superior man that, We know that Steve Rogers is about to become... He was the first test for Erkstein, I think. Yes. And it didn't go as planned. So he knows that Erkstein's refining it. He wants in on that good, good juice. It amplifies everything in a man. Good becomes great. Bad becomes worse. So obviously in Steve, he becomes... Even more of a sugary sweet cinnamon roll, and then uh, Schmidt becomes worse and worse, and gets like a weird eczema thing on his
1: face. Yeah, he he kind of you you see him like having issues like early on. Like there's clearly like something wrong there, like with his like face mm-hmm. and stuff. The popping of the jaw, the TJ. Yeah, I hate yeah, that. I hated it. Also, like, one quick thing that I forgot in my notes. So, obviously, military movies, like, get moving, ladies. Peggy does it, too. Peggy calls them ladies to degrade them. And I'm like, it's 1940. Of course (sighs) she does. But
0: Peggy. I made sexist comments when I was in my teens. I made
1: sexist comments in the 1940s, too. (laughs)
0: It's just like an internalized thing that you don't realize you're doing. If no one, like,
1: Peggy wouldn't do that shit today. Peggy. Okay. Peggy
0: a girl boss. So then we get a very good quote of a strong man who has known power all his life may lose respect for that power, but a weak man knows the value of strength and knows compassion. And this is what I'm always saying about people who are hot in high school. They don't get it. You know, you have to hit your hotness peak very late to remain a good person and hot people who are hot in high school.
1: Not funny. No, they never had to learn how to like have good personality. They never had to learn to survive by humor. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm also Steve Rogers is Deku from My Hero Wow. Yeah.
0: He has no quirk. And then he gets all quirk. He get quirk. So then he said, uh, you're not a perfect soldier. I'm not looking for a perfect soldier. I'm looking for a good man. And like, wow, relatable. Mm. You'll never find one. But <laughs> only, only fictional ones. Truly. I love that Stanley drinks the whiskey because he doesn't have a procedure tomorrow. Yeah. He like pours two glasses and was like, what am I doing? You have a procedure. And it's like, it almost feels like an improv line that he kind of mumbles under his breath as he dumps the second glass into the first drinks both and goes well i don't have surgery oh it's so
1: good i love him that's so cute that was such a cute little spark of personality i I like those touches yeah and it's really sweet to see the two of them bonding because like clearly like steve hasn't gotten positive feedback on anything going on in his life in a very long time
0: ever i mean like bucky is supportive but he's not going to be like who you are as you is good
1: he's just like i like you you're funny Bucky's a friend Bucky's a jock but yeah he is a jock and he's I think he more takes pity on Steve as opposed to Erskine, mm-hmm. like actually admires him yes, in a certain way. I think that's fair.
0: I think Bucky grows to admire him eventually, but.
1: Bucky doesn't grow to admire he him. He doesn't see a lot of chances until he to, to until it. he gets yassified, dude. Yeah. Yeah. He does get yassified. He does get yassified.
0: It's also very weird to me in all of these movies when two people of a different nationality with a different mother tongue speak English to each other. Yeah.
1: Like all the Germans. All the
0: Germans speak English to each other with German accents. Just speak German.
1: What are we doing? I can read. You can give me subtitles if you want them to speak German. I can't read, but I'll be fine. You can you can suss it out by, like, body language and tone. Yes. And then we
0: get to... I'm going to go to the underground base, the hat shop. I thing. love old-fashioned,
1: antique spy shit. I think it's so fun. Me
0: too, dog. The weather this morning... I'm sorry. Wonderful weather this morning, isn't it? The shopkeeper asks, yes, but I always carry an umbrella. Peggy answers. And then spy shit. Yeah. So cool. Love, loved loved you guys in uh kings yeah there you go it's so good i loved it it was cute and you get this big secret underground base yeah. let's go do something open a science, door
1: dog. in a little shop and it opens into like yeah. big underground warehouse i love it Sick. it's Sick wonderful up. And, yeah, they have this huge operation. They basically have it so where, like, you know, in, like, old-timey, like, hospitals and stuff, people would watch surgery. Like, they basically had stands around, like, surgery tables so that people could view it. And they have, like, a p- fucking press box so that, uh, like, a senator and, like, a couple of other officials can watch as Steve. I'm just going to say he gets yassified. He does. He gets Captain Americaified. There's not really yeah. a better way to say it.
0: Seeing Stark Sr. here... Why do I have Fred Clemson written down? Who the fuck is Fred Clemson? (laughs) Anyway, seeing Daddy Stark here did make me think maybe the reason Baby Stark had that shield in Iron Man 2 was
1: because it was a prototype, Mm. not military propaganda that he had. Yeah. It clearly wasn't the real thing because the real thing is frozen in ice. Yeah. Well, the real thing is also like a solid piece of
0: whatever. Stark's had like... Vibranium? Yeah. Yeah. Baby Stark's had, like, framing on it, like like a skeleton kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Not that it was a piece of metal, so I don't know.
1: Yeah, just thoughts. No, it, it makes sense. Like, it wasn't clear earlier in, like, the Iron Man movies, like, the role that Howard Stark also played. Like, yeah, he was, like, a big inventor, but, like, the fact that he got, he was in, like, on the ground floor of all of these things is very cool. So getting yes. to go back and see that happen, I do enjoy a lot.
0: It's weird because he's more of, a, like, a mechanical engineer, and even he says that, mm-hmm. but they have him doing biological shit
1: yes so maybe
0: he just built the machines around it that like monitor
1: i think that's it i think stanley tucci's character handled all of the the medical biological aspects of it and he was basically just like i need you to make a laser yeah i think they call it like a viva like some kind of like i don't know some kind of like special laser that eventually is in this like vessel that steve enters like they they inject him with a bunch of syringes okay but the first one he's like that wasn't so bad and doctor turns to him and says that was penicillin that was so good (laughs) cute cute all of these like blue syringes yeah and then sweet baby steve is just screaming no anesthetic none
0: oh horrifying and he comes out of that chamber completely jacked not a single stretch mark? Yeah. He just grew a shit ton, and his body is like, that's No, Not fine. only
1: did he grow muscles, but he grew in height. <laughs> yeah. I hit puberty
0: and went from, like, 90 to 100 pounds and had stretch marks. So, like, how's Steve growing another foot and a half and has no stretch marks?
1: Explain. I don't know. They got to keep him hot for me. <sighs> I accept it. He's beefy. And then we get, yeah, like, Peggy being like, Oh, hmm. now I know. I wrote down Fred Clemson. Why? Is he the bad guy? He... He's the bag, okay, yeah.
0: So he introduces himself as Fred Clemson, State Department, and then uh, he stands up and leaves a metal rectangle on his seat. I think he shit it out like a bird, um, in that gallery, and then he shoots
1: that sweet old lady, yeah, who had a fucking Uzi on her. After, yeah, he kills Stanley Tucci, yeah, and like, yeah, it, the the thing he left explodes, like he causes a bunch of chaos. He managed to manage to grab one of the vials of blue stuff, and what I what I like a whole lot is the the same thing of like the parallels between Steve and Peggy. It's like the people, the first person to go after this dude is Peggy. Yeah. She's out of there. She's got her gun. She's shooting at him. She gets him, like, in, I think, the shoulder
0: or something? She kills his driver or something. Yes.
1: She kills his driver. She gets one shot Incredible on Incredible shot. She's really yeah. good. She's shooting at a moving vehicle. Bad bitch. <laughs> oh, I love her. Bad bitch. And then, like, after like Steve's got, like, Stanley Tucci in his arms. And then eventually, like, God, I wish that were me. <laughs> he goes to, like, chase after this guy. Um, This whole chase scene, Steve is barefoot. And, like, there's, like, broken glass because at some point a car was shot. At broken glass, there's, like, splinters, I have to imagine. Uh, Mm -hmm. I have one note that says how many bullets are in these old guns because the guy running away also is, like, shooting backwards a whole lot. Yeah. And that's when you get, like, Steve pulling off, like, a taxi door (laughs) and using it as a shield. I have
0: a note that says Chris Evans needs a fucking sports bra. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. He's he's,
1: um, jiggly in a very good way. Yeah.
0: Good for him. Most attractive man I've ever seen, yeah. I think.
1: He has, like, no control over his own
0: body, which is kind yeah. of funny. It's like um like all depictions of adolescence, kind of. So he suddenly has this super powerful body. He can't control his own, is inertia the right word? Momentum, I would say. Yeah, he, he can't control his own momentum. So, like, he has trouble coming to a stop. His, like, limbs are kind of yeah. not quite in his control yet because he doesn't I get it. I love it. it. But then also he can
1: jump over a, like, six and a half foot fence. So he's like a baby horse. Yes. <laughs> oh, he's so awkward. Uh, the, the German spy is basically, like, getting away. And at one point he, like, pulls a kid and, like, uses him as a human shield and, like, throws the kid in the water. Steve goes to rescue the kid and the kid's like, I'm fine. Go get him. <laughs> Which I did. Yeah, like. I can swim. Um, And then the tech. Once again, the, like. We briefly mentioned the technology in this movie being unrealistic, especially on the German end. There's just this like German sub that like rises up out of the water. And I'm like, no, I don't believe you.
0: No, it's a little too high tech. Um, It is also very interesting how many alleyways that they find themselves running. They down. are in New York, right? There are no alleys in New York. Oh, I think there's one and it's where everything is shot. In the 40s? I don't know where the fuck. Hmm. This says, because I was also wondering when that happened. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Why are there so few of them in most of Manhattan? I don't know where they are. But this is specifically about Manhattan saying, the designer wished to maximize the amount of real estate available for development. The commissioners who devised the 1811 street grid for most of the island did not include alleys in their map. Hmm. So yeah. And I know that present tense, there is one alley in New York because they closed them all down. Interesting. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know, just a fun fact for you guys. (laughs) There's no alleyways in New York. So when you're watching Spider-Man, present tense and there's an alley
1: no there's fucking not hmm. i didn't really think about that yeah i
0: think about it a lot also every time i'm in new york i'm like not a lot of alleys here yeah based on all of the, the movies, movies were- <laughs> it's in every movie there's yeah. so many alleys and, and it's not real he picks up the shield which, did. You, you already talked about that he picks up the taxi door shield oh sorry the taxi shield also has a star on it oh i didn't notice which that cute because it's like in the yeah, the stars in the center of the door. Oh, like his shield.
1: Cute. Kruger gets in the sub. The sub is underwater. Steve goes and punches out the glass underwater. <laughs> Fuck yeah, he does. That's fucking intense. That's so metal. Love him. Um, and he gets Kruger out and cyanide pill. Classic. It's an L pill. It's an L pill.
0: <laughs> and I'm serious. It's called the L pill, a lethal oh. pill, which was given to agents going behind enemy lines in World War II.
1: And as he's dying, he says, "Hi." heil hydra that's hard to say
0: i think they all say hail which is also annoying to me because it is heil Mm. i also appreciate i know i just said don't mythologize nazis but it is nice not hearing heil hitler the other heil in this movie it is still hh which i don't
1: love yeah
0: but yeah it yeah it's a little it's a little too on the nose present tense america to be hearing it
1: you know if we had if we had learned our lessons i don't think i would have this many problems with it
0: (laughs) yeah that's true fuck yeah, I wrote, do you think they're saying Hail Hydra because praising Hitler, even fictionally, was a bit too far? Yeah. I then write that I'm kind of bored. <laughs> not going to lie. Oh my God, I'm only one third done with this movie. Is it
1: because we go back to Germany and we see like, Schmidt and Zola I talking so. to people? Yeah, I have In the Tunnels of Sun Bunker needing to show results of work. I don't know kind of bored not gonna lie yeah it's like showing off these fucking space lasers that they've built because of the yeah, tesseract whatever. like fine I, they have to show us the scale yeah. so that when
0: we see all the bases later it makes sense but also again confusing manufacturing timelines for all this shit
1: yeah that's a good point it does instead of pink misting people the lasers blue mist mm, yeah the bluesers fucking disintegrate people wild not only do they like enter, th- they're just like fucking gone where did they go like there's not even like a pile of ash there's no- Nothing. Where do they go? Is it a Thanos snap? Oh, maybe of a gun. I don't know. And
0: this is when we find out that they're worse than Nazis. They're mega Nazis, <laughs> like over the top evil.
1: Yeah, it's weird because they're not—they're not doing it out of a hatred for like a certain you know mm-hmm. race, but they are doing it out of just like I guess world domination. Again, terrible motivation, annoying, frustrating, yeah. stupid. But it's also the first time that they refer to Schmidt as the Red Skull, right. which clicked in my head I was like oh I've heard of that Mm -hmm. character but I had no idea it was in this movie. Mm-hmm.
0: And then we cut back to Steven on a military base performing with his, fuck, what did we just call him? The Star Spangled Something. Singers. The Star Spangled Singers. Yes. I didn't know that they were coming back on stage. And I just wrote, huh, not working so well on a military base, huh, bud?
1: You should have brought the girls. And then the girls come out. I'm like, yeah. Oh, I love <laughs> it. Because, yeah, like after after all this stuff goes down with the, the German secret agent, Steve is like, all right. Let's go! I'm I'm yasified. I can fight. And they're like, we'd rather use you for propaganda, son. Yeah. So they they trot him out to all of these like performances. Ten percent in every state I hit. Yeah, it's it's to sell war bonds, which mm-hmm. like to, in in a sense like yeah that that makes that's helping. That's helpful. That that gets you know a lot of money for the military. If you're fighting a justifiable war, like okay i guess but he's clearly unhappy with it mm-hmm. it's he's fucking miserable and eventually they perform on the front lines which feels very silly i mean there's USO tours that's really common oh that is there's true. like a lot of comedians
0: and musicians who who go and and tour for the military bases abroad they do that in pitch perfect 3 we're not doing this I want to do that.
1: I, I can't <laughs> talk about that movie. I'm so mad. <laughs> but it's it's really funny because Steve is so used to going out. He's dressed up as, as like and a version of Captain their America. everyone loses for him. Everybody loves him. The kids love him. They do the a little lady. thing where like a fake Hitler comes behind him and all the kids are like, no, look behind. It's very cute. He's like, yeah, I've knocked out Ad-
0: Adolf Hitler 200 times. Oh my God. My yeah. tablet wouldn't let me write Hitler any of the several times I did. And this time I have Adolf Hinter.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he goes in front of like actual military guys and they're like making Boing. fun of him. Do they throw shit at yeah. him yet? Yeah, he uses a shield. Yeah, they do throw shit at him. Yeah. Cute. And then Tommy Lee Jones,
0: even though I have him as Tommy Lee every time cuz it's funny, calls him a, a chorus girl. <laughs> Yeah. Which is, haha, women bad, but also funny because, like, you're doing nothing. Yeah. You're singing to troops who don't want you to sing to them. But at the same time, he isn't
1: a fucking chorus girl. Tommy Lee saw him take out a German spy. Yeah. On a hell of a chase. Yeah. You got to see this guy in action. Well, and I think it's clear you're just- wasting
0: it. You're wasting your potential. You're wasting this gift the doctor gave you.
1: But wasn't he also, like, one of the people initially that was like, no, you're not going to the front lines. You don't know what you're doing. You're remember. an experiment or whatever. Maybe. I don't know. Tommy Lee Jones in this movie movie. movie sucks
0: Tommy Lee Jones rocks in this movie (laughs) I love him he's such an asshole but he's like he's like a secret sweet asshole you know he's got a little he's got a little soft side yeah okay so uh Stephen is like where my boy where my boy at where's Bucky can't find my boy anywhere
1: we're at my boy's base and he's not here early in the movie yeah Bucky mentions which infantry he's going out with and then while Steve's in I I don't know if they're actually I don't think they're in Germany I don't know where they're stationed but they're, like, on the front lines and... 107th, though. Yeah, he, like, asks about, like, there. there's something that happened to that infantry and, like, nobody came back from it. Right. So Tommy Lee Jones is, like, sending... is, like, writing condolence letters to these people's families. Mm-hmm. Like, that's fucking... Brutal. Horrifying. Like a stack of them. And, like, uh, Steve goes over and he's... Yeah, he's, like, asking about Bucky specifically. Tommy Lee can't confirm. He's,
0: like... It sounds familiar.
1: Yeah, like they don't know for sure that he's dead. So Steve is like, oh, so he's been captured. I'm going to go get my boy. Which is wild. It's fucking insane. It is the brave and selfless thing that we would expect. But it's also
0: reckless. You have almost no training because you were pulled out of base camp. Yeah. Basic, pretty early. You're just one dude. How many times have you fired a gun ever? Yeah, that, that's something
1: that's so fucking funny. Like, fun. I have a lot of concerns about this, babe. I, I love that they're just... I, I love to see a superhero just get a gun. It's so funny. He doesn't it's have a so gun for funny. very long, but I did
0: notice. I was like, mm-hmm,
1: yeah, we're doing this, huh? Uh, but Peggy, of course, Peggy loves Steve. Mm-hmm. She loves his motivations. She's like, I'll help you. And we learned that Howard Stark, for some I, I don't understand Why he's here Like if he's like One of the brightest minds In the country Don't you want him In some place safe Yeah I don't know But the I think Stark And Peggy Travel together Because they're in the same
0: Kind of like Not I don't think it's Shield yet maybe I don't remember But they're in some Kind of like special team Yeah So it does make sense Where one goes The other goes They might be just Touring Checking on equipment I don't fucking know Yeah
1: that's a good point But Howard Howard Stark Is a very talented pilot What the fuck I don't know I think if you get To be one smart thing in these movies you get to be all of them all or that's right. fine so he's flying the plane and like flirting with peggy in the back seat um and they come under fire and hold on hold on so are you two do you fondue do you fondue because because howard's like oh peggy like we should we should go to france sometime and eat fondue and steve doesn't know what fondue is <laughs>
0: Oh, That's it's such so funny. a cute little like
1: euphemism.
0: Much later in the movie, which I'll say now because I don't think it's in my notes, but he does find out because Stark says it's just cheese and bread, man. Yeah. It's so funny. It's so sweet. Okay. So then we get to another very confusing question of manufacturing. Mm-hmm. Like for the 13th time this movie, the 400th time this universe... Yeah. Who's manufacturing this shit so fast?
1: I don't know, because, like, later on, they're trying to take out all of these, like, weapons factories and yeah. stuff like that, and they are all over the place. But it's, like, a
0: huge secret.
1: No one knows about it, but it's these huge bases. Hydra is operating kind of outside of, like, Hitler. Yeah. Who is, like, in charge of fucking everything. Yeah. So they somehow are, like, under the radar producing all of these weapons at all of these, like, factories all over the place. I don't know. hmm Fine. Whatever. But, uh, yeah, Steve gets dropped down, and he breaks into, like, this huge warehouse, like, by himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Schmidt and Zola are there. They're kind of doing their evil business. Everything is brown or dark. Yes. Except for Captain's
0: bright-ass shield. Yeah. You didn't think this through. Dunk that in some fucking mud. But he can't, because it's the American flag, and you can't disrespect it.
1: Ugh, it's impractical. He sticks out like a sore thumb <clears> and he's like taking out like Hydra soldiers like left and right. Yeah. Very sneakily. It looks, it's also aggressively set. I know I complain about this a yes. lot. It looks, it looks like a set.
0: You have enough money. I don't, it's billions yeah. of dollars. Millions, I think actually.
1: Yeah. Millions. Like 150 million at least. Yeah. I think that's the typical budget for these. And Steve got paid like 300,000. It's fine. Um, oh. I put, I put the salaries in our spreadsheet. that is way low compared to like yeah Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr made 500,000 for the first movie. Yeah, he made 500,000 for the first movie and he made 10 million in Iron Man 2.
0: Yeah, and then it keeps going and then he starts getting residuals, which is very smart Jesus of him. Christ. So he starts getting like a a chunk of money up front and then a percentage of profits after. And he he remains by far the highest paid Avenger. Ugh And I would think that eventually at least Captain America and he would even out. No. Robert Downey Jr. makes disgusting money from these movies. I don't understand. Congrats on your second chance at fame, by the way, Robert. Um, It's really paying off.
1: Yeah. Like, good for you, I guess. But like, Jesus. Maybe
0: donate. Maybe open up some rehab centers or something. Like, maybe do something useful. What do you do now? What do you do? (laughs) Unbelievable. Unbelievable bathes in it maybe it's it's disgusting okay
1: so in this scene there is one thing that bothers me because me. as steve is freeing all of these prisoners of war there is an asian american man and at one point somebody says oh are we just freeing everybody
0: and he's like i'm from california <laughs> guys
1: come on yeah
0: and uh, this is another situation of i'm supposed to be on Shield's side in thor and you well or like questionably and eventually eventually they want me to be on shield side but they're like look how racist the shield agent is calling him jackie chan and now we're like oh yeah support the u.s military and all this shit and they're like by the way look how racist we are and how horribly we treat people who are willing to die for this country
1: yeah to be fair like not to be fair in world war ii we didn't have very positive feelings about like japan no you know also it is it is about to get a lot worse for Asian yeah. Americans. You know, I don't really like how the Marvel Cinematic Universe so far has handled Asian, like, Asian characters. It just feels bad.
0: Why? Why? What do they think it's contributing? Yeah, you could have just not had that line. What did that line add to literally anything?
1: Absolutely nothing.
0: It's stupid. Unnecessary. Just, like, cheap jokes. In 2011, you fucking knew better. It's
1: annoying. Didn't have to do it. Didn't have to say it.
0: <sighs> okay, um... Everyone's like, are you sure about this? And this is when he says, yeah, I've punched Adolf Hinter 200
1: times. Great line. Funny. So then he finds Bucky. Bucky has clearly been experimented on. He's been through some shit. Or tortured or something. Which is important later. Not in this Yeah, movie, I'm but. sure it is. I vaguely know something. Also,
0: that floating car at the very beginning yeah, that Stark is showing, that's also important later.
1: I should have told you Oh, to So
0: this is me now telling you, remember that floating
1: car. Okay. So Bucky's in bad shape and Steve is just, you know, prioritizing getting Bucky out of there. Mm-hmm. The Schmidt and Zola are seeing that, like, oh, like, all of these prisoners have been, like, freed. Schmidt is like, well, let's just blow up the fucking place. Mm-hmm. And Zola's like... Sorry, <laughs> Um, And on their way out, like, Bucky and Steve run into Schmidt and Zola. Oh, wait, hold on. One of them speaks German.
0: And when asked, oh, he's, like, trying to navigate a tank.
1: Mm. I don't remember
0: all their names. Oh, yeah, the, the black soldier? Yes. Yes. So he speaks German. And they're like, how did you know that this was go or whatever button, you know? Because all mm-hmm. the instructions are, or all the buttons are labeled in German. He says, I took three semesters. This motherfucker knows military... Esque words tank specific words in mm-hmm. german after three semesters i barely know french after four years in his defense if that's what you're going into maybe they took specific military language okay. yeah
1: i know i know now like the military highly values like teaching certain like phrases and stuff like that like uh i know one of my old co-workers like her daughter went into like the naval academy and they're teaching her like arabic and shit and mm-hmm. Because you want to be able to interpret foreign intelligence, whatever. I, I imagine, you know, when he found he realized he was going to join the military, he did focus on certain things. That's fair. But yeah, his line about like, and then I switched over to French because the girls were prettier or something like that. Très He's right. Wonderful. Call me. I think he also speaks like a, a tidbit of French later on in the yeah. movie. It's a really He's cute, but like.
0: Also, fun fact for everyone listening after you learn your first second language, Third becomes easier, and after that, Mm -hmm. fourth becomes easier. So, makes sense. That's why a lot of people speak a lot of languages because it kind of like opens up like a learning mechanism in your brain and you you figure out how to process it better. And anyway, language is cool. I do just have an all caps note I love watching Nazis get punched, baby.
1: (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of Nazi punches. (laughs) Oh, that's great. And now I think we're at where you were leaving. I hate to say that Schmidt looks like an older German John (gasps) Mullaney. yeah audrey fuck i mean then he takes his face off and he doesn't so it's fine yeah he's the red skull and like hey when did this movie come out in relation to face off oh i don't know but like i think he gets punched or something and his face kind of dislodges slightly oh it's so disgusting it's so awful he peels his face off dog yeah he peels it I'm glad he does it early on, because, like, I got used to the Red Skull look after a while, but I would not have been used to it if he just kept getting his face slightly dislodged. No. Blech. uh
0: Face-Off came off in 97, so yes, it was inspiration for this.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. That movie's fucking nuts. <laughs> it's so wild.
0: So then they come, I'm sorry, he does have the exchange with Bucky when he first mm-hmm. finds him, which is really cute, of, I thought you were dead, and Bucky replies with, I thought you were smaller. Yeah what happened i joined the army did it hurt a little is it permanent so far like
1: <laughs> just like really cute banter i love it just like reuniting with your buddy after a long time and in the posting. worst circumstances yeah and you're still just like oh that, their dynamic is really cute right
0: like if you had to save me from something i do think that your first words would be you look like shit dude
1: yeah and you'd be right yes it's just it's very cute sebastian stan being all beat up is very hot in a nick from new girl sort of way fuck yeah yeah
0: yeah. Uh, I, again, have the note of I love watching Nazis get punched. Mm-hmm. And then I hate watching faces get peeled. <laughs> yeah. He gets in a single-person rocket ship to escape, which is wild. Yes. Why does that exist? Schmidt does. And then he throws his keys to Schmi and says, not a scratch. Yeah, and then he gets to drive the hydromobile. On his way out of exploding factory, your concern is not a scratch.
1: Yeah. Fuck you. Delightfully evil. You have, like, secret helicopter rockets. You're yeah. Fine. You don't need a, a Ben, like, a, what is it, a, like a Mercedes Benz or some shit?
0: It should be a fucking Volkswagen, considering their history. You're right. Um, We cut back to Peggy, whose lipstick is perfect. Hey, how the fuck is she keeping her lipstick perfect all day in war zones in the 40s? And she's got, like, the
1: top of her hair is, like, curled perfectly over. Always. She looks great.
0: Did they have Urban Decay setting spray in 1940-something? <laughs> is that how her lipstick is staying in place?
1: I don't know. There's probably, like, asbestos in it. Oh, you're right. Or lead, a lot just lead, like, a lot of lead. There's definitely some lead in it, yeah. Something gross like that.
0: So then we get more military propaganda that I got goosebumps while watching, and it's when Steve approaches the gates with all those boys behind
1: him. I'm so mad at how weak I am to this propaganda. It was so such a great shot, though. It's teamwork and camaraderie and like big strong men. What are you gonna do? Yeah, I have to look up who the actor is for that for the one Asian split splatoon. <laughs>
0: platoon member um because he's in other shit he's super funny which makes sense because he's funny in this yeah like when he gets to say things howard stark is played by dominic cooper that's all he is hot okay it's kenneth Choi who plays jim morita yeah he's in god he's in a lot of stuff
1: i do like that the marvel is very good about giving like a cool little supporting team without naming a whole lot of them very much well they're named in the comics so i think it's more of like
0: a Lady Sif and the Warriors 3, all three of those dudes have names. We're just not yeah. giving them in the movies
1: as clearly. It's probably also like a good mechanism for like testing out like, do people like these people? Okay, then we'll bring them back a whole lot right. more in the future. Like that's how Peggy got her
0: own series, which isn't yes. in the MCU, but you should watch it. It's funny. It's cute. It's like a little detective noir thing. I might. Um, It is on D- Disney Plus, but it's not in the MCU phases thing
1: yeah disney plus also just added like a whole bunch of like the marvel tv shows okay so that
0: makes it convenient for me yeah so the movie's half over what are we doing i'm bored as hell (laughs) so steve proves he's a huge asset to the military not just for his um big big muscles but also for Mm -hmm. his brain which is wild
1: fake himbo ass i don't know was was it a smart operation what I feel like he just kind of went in like guns blazing. Like yeah. I don't know that it was like an intelligent way of going about it. But the way he came back was intelligent because he memorized that map that he looked at for all of six seconds. That is true. That's why I, I have to imagine the yassification serum also like made gave him, him a photographic memory or something. Yeah, because he's like, here's like where all six of these bases are.
0: I remembered because it wasn't established earlier or anything like that. Right, and I didn't see city names on the map that he was looking at, which would have yeah. made it easier to be like Paris, Angers barcelona
1: like this like i remember the cities or whatever so i I don't know he gets a he gets a medal for right is that when this happens for like getting everybody home and i thought he gets like basically like he brought home a bunch of like prisoners of war
0: yeah oh my god in the comics so i searched squad captain america because i wanted to know what the name of the man with the mustache and the bowler hat was (laughs) Because he's funny. And in the Evaders were a team of superheroes in World War II consisting of Captain America, Bucky, mm-hmm. the Human Torch, also played by Chris Evans, uh, Namor the Submariner, Spitfire, and Union Jack. So in the huh. comics he has, instead of a bunch of regular Joes, he has some Superboys. Interesting.
1: So he brought back all of these prisoners of war and he was supposed to get a medal, but he just didn't show up that scene Mm. yeah and then he's he didn't show up because he instead is involving himself in like more military stuff he's like no i'm not done
0: oh yeah duty
1: yeah such a sweet (laughs) good boy the
0: (laughs) the squad's called the howling commandos this one the the human one
1: that sucks i think it's cute howling howling fucking furries woo! and uh so now that steve is like yeah, Steve meets the Howling Commandos in a bar, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Boys, we're going back." Like, all of these guys have just been like freed from like German like war camp, like prisoner yeah. of war camps. Yeah, and they're like, "All right." <laughs> Germans historically don't treat
0: prisoners great, so no, can't imagine being even willing to kind of get close to doing that again. Literal horror.
1: I don't know how long they were there, yeah. but. It definitely wasn't a good time but yeah they're they're all like hoorah like let's go get the bad guys and the scene in propaganda. the bar is when peggy, peggy mentions not peggy. having the right dance partner
0: <laughs> that fucking her. red
1: dress bitch yes. illegal you know what you're doing to me and steve give us more like form-fitting dresses in these movies oh, thank yeah. stunning god she's yeah. stunning
0: um also I don't think women are allowed in bars in the 40s. Really? Because even in the 60s, women weren't allowed to sit at the bar top in England. Shit. So I don't know where they are, though. They might be in America where it was a little chilly. They might
1: have been in, like, a very military-heavy bar, and she's got, like, some cre- some crud she can throw around. Yeah. I don't women know. Women weren't
0: allowed to sit at the bar top. They weren't encouraged to sit in the bar area. They were allowed in lounge areas. Hmm. And they weren't allowed to drink beer. They could drink liquor. Because they, I think something stupid. I'm sure, like they thought the bubbles would give us hysteria. <laughs> Dumb. Interesting.
1: Well, I guess, I guess in this part they're they're back in Brooklyn, and this is when like Steve asks Howard for like his new uniform, and oh, he right. picks out his shield. He picks out the like one shield prototype that looks really different, um, and it's vibranium. Well, vibranium, FYI, is. Um, a fictional
0: material from Wakanda so oh another thing to keep in mind for the future vibranium that's wakanda shit
1: yeah i think that's that's like a huge right. thing they say this is Black as much Panther. as we have
0: total yes and then i think later we're going to we're going to learn some some fun facts
1: that i perhaps already know yeah in back in the bunker steve is approached by natalie dormer Yeah. and she's like i thought she was going to be evil or something cuz she's like i'm going to thank you i thought that she was going to kill him these- like stab him I thought, yeah, I thought she was going to like slip a cyanide pill into his mouth or some shit. Mm -hmm. But no, she's just. She's just horny. A dastardly lady. Yeah. uh, Who wants to flirt with Steve and she kisses him and Peggy sees. I also want to kiss him. So I get it. Yeah. So when when Steve picks out his shield, Peggy's like, "Okay, let's test it out and fucking shoots him. Hilarious. She has no idea what
0: that shield was made of. She had no idea if that was going to kill him or not. I love her. Oh, my God. Petty queen.
1: God, she's so good.
0: At some point, he and Bucky are, like, around women. And Bucky said, I'm invisible. I'm turning into you. Bucky, that's mean. Don't say shit like that.
1: Yeah. Does Bucky have, like, a complex? Because his guy... For sure. His his buddy, his teeny tiny friend saved him. Yeah. Yeah. He's been the big man for so long. Women always want
0: him and ignore Steve. And he thought that he was doing a service to Steve. And now mm. that the tables are reversed, he's a little salty about it. Chill, baby.
1: Not a cute look. I would be, too, I guess. But yep. also, like... How can you be mad at Steve?
0: He's such a sweet boy. And then back into the bunker, sorry. Stark gets thrown across the room and his first reaction is, write that down. Yeah. Like father, like son. That was a cute little... Yeah. They're the same. They're the same. They man. are the
1: same. I, Howard's got more class, though. I do yeah. like him more.
0: Then Steve is super uncomfortable being hit on by Natalie, which is hilarious. He's so yes. awkward, does not know how to talk to a woman. hmm Except for Peggy. Then he learns that fondue is just cheese and bread, my friend. Vibranium. <laughs> Bill- yeah. Four bullets. I'm catching up on my notes.
1: Yeah, because after this, the who what were the howling commandos? Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, we're gonna go take systematically take down all of these like weapons yes. like warehouses. I also wrote down, I really like that everybody else has rifles, and Steve just has a little pistol. Yeah. It's cute. Pew pew. <laughs> and they have a really nice uh fighting montage. Yes. Eventually they get intelligence that Zola is in is in train and they're they're trying to go get him and i just have written here you ever seen snowpiercer i haven't oh so snowpiercer this is stupid it is someone's a movie. gonna get this joke it's just not me it's, it's listen at the very beginning of the movie when they're like digging out the plane i'm like you ever seen the thing <laughs> i haven't uh! i've never seen a movie and i never will That's fine. Like, that's why we have a podcast. But Snowpiercer is a movie that takes place entirely on a moving train where it's like the remainder of Earth's population is on this very long train um, and it's snowy outside. That seems really inefficient. Uh, It's really... It's it's an interesting movie that they went on to make a show about. I don't know. It was uh, Bong Joon-ho, who also... Mm -hmm. I'm probably pronouncing that really badly, but he also did Parasite. I know him, yeah. He had to work with awards, Harvey Weinstein. Arms. Uh-oh. And Harvey Weinstein wanted him to cut a scene about fishing, I think. And Bhagit Ho was like, this scene is really important to me. My dad was a fisherman. Like, I really want to keep it in. And Harvey Weinstein was finally like, Oh, okay. Uh he was lying. I love him. It's great. I love him. That's really good. It's Fuck like when, uh Studio Ghibli was like trying to like bring their movies to America and Harvey Weinstein was trying to like cut things out of the movies and stuff like that. So they sent him a sword that said no cuts. Cute. Fuck Harvey Weinstein. Fuck Harvey Weinstein. That's the moral of the story.
0: You know, if you get a sunburn and your face is like really red and sensitive or like if you get a hangnail and you peel it back too much and you've lost that top layer of skin and it's like super sensitive. Mm -hmm. Is that how Red Skull's entire body is or at least neck up and is wearing clothing just absolute agony? Because like even the seams on my shirt hurt me if I'm sunburned.
1: So what's it like for? for him i don't know it must be awful because like they they mentioned several times that like the serum was not perfected before Mm -hmm. like he took it Mm -hmm. and he must just be in constant like something yes like he's very strong and like he's not so much of a fighter in these movies like there are there are a couple of combat scenes he's in but it's like i don't know yeah it, it's maybe gross. it's what made it, it made him like extra mean does he die die
0: in this movie I have no fucking clue I don't remember how this movie ends suddenly okay anyway I don't
1: I there. I feel like Marvel <laughs> is gonna do all kinds of crazy shit where it's like you thought this person was dead uh uh-uh, uh cause like I know a character that dies in this movie or like oh, he a, doesn't die I know <laughs> I just remembered okay I remember they make an ends. entire movie about him later fuck okay
0: so I do appreciate that Steve is a perfect and complete foil to Tony Stark yeah. He's brave. He puts others first, always, without hesitation. He's super humble. He's awkward. He's polite. He treats women like people when he remembers how to speak to them. Yeah. Great. Great dynamic we're about to have here. I can't yes. wait. Yes. I can't wait to hate Tony Stark more. Didn't know it was possible.
1: Yeah. I'm excited to see that in The Avengers because it's just like you have you have Tony Stark, who's an asshole, mm-hmm. but I somehow has good intentions, I guess. And then you have Thor... Who a big soft himbo boy? Who mm-hmm. also like he he he's more motivated by like honor and stuff yes. like that. But he's still very caring. He initially
0: was all about war honor, and now he's yes. more about protecting, defending. Like Thor had some good girls yes. in that movie. Steve started out perfect.
1: Steve Steve is just perfect across the board. And then we yeah, I I, I want to see Steve. I think that's what Civil War is about. I oh, think no. it's St- that. That's I think like it's Steve, Steve versus Iron Tony. Man. Yeah. yeah.
0: I don't remember about what, though. I, I have seen that movie, and I do think I said it with, with Tony.
1: I always confuse it because I assume that it's an Avengers movie whenever I see GIFs because it's another, like, really big ensemble movie. Isn't it? No, it's Captain America Civil War. Oh. I don't know what the distinction is. I don't think it matters.
0: Okay, so back to Snowpiercer. Mm-hmm. They are firing guns in rail cars full of explosives, which yes. seems bold.
1: Mm-hmm. Guns and lasers. <laughs> and then we lose the Bucky. Bucky falls out of the side of the train and it makes me really sad. But I'm just going to say no one in comics
0: except for Uncle Ben stays dead. So there is no fucking way this man stays dead.
1: And I mean, coming at this from 2022, it's like I do know that the Winter Soldier exists and Mm -hmm. I do know that that's He gets his own series, so. Yeah. So it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to feel. I I felt things, but I was still just like, okay, so he's he's fine.
0: (laughs) But we also frequently not recast, but the mantle gets passed down of a lot of heroes. Yeah. If I hadn't seen the gifts, I wouldn't necessarily know know that he's Winter Soldier.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Not that yeah. he is that yet. He has both of his arms for fuck's
1: sake. Spider Man is like Peter Parker, but also Miles Morales, right, et cetera,
0: right, right, right. And Thor eventually passes his mantle down to Jane. I don't know if oh. that happens. In, I don't think that happens in the movies. It happens in the comics. There's a late oh, score. Also, I was wrong in the Thor, Thor podcast when I said the name tag was just a guy in the comics. It's Thor. Thor is the just a guy. He has like hmm. a Clark Kent style name.
1: Oh, So I knew it was a name
0: from the comics. I just didn't realize what happened. It was,
1: yeah. In the movies, they got rid of it. They're like, we don't, he doesn't need an alter ego. He's fucking Thor. The really sad thing that happened to me after I watched this movie is that I did look into how I can read the comics for this. Yeah, there's there's a subscription you can do. Yeah, I'm active. I'm actively wanting to watch the next movie now as I Ew. get through. I know, I know.
0: What happened Listen, to you? I know. They asked Captain America was queen. good though. The first Captain three, Captain three movies of this were not shit compared to Thor and Captain.
1: Yes. for me, Thor. Ah. Uh, I th- Thor was fine, but Captain America actively made me want to watch the next movie.
0: But, like, there are specific Marvel movies I want to watch. I'm not, like, itching to watch the next one in the series. Like, I'm yeah. itching to watch Homecoming and No Way Home and the new series
1: starring Poe Dameron. Oh, Moon Knight. Oscar Isaac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I do like that we're watching them in order, though, because I do feel like there's so much that builds. As you go, right? Where it's like I don't want to watch them out of order, but it's like I want to zip through the Joss Whedon like Avengers movies Ugh. and get to fucking Ant Man, yeah. you know? We're firmly anti Joss Whedon here. BTW. Absolutely, and I'm going to talk about it a lot. Yeah, and horrible eventually it's like I I love Captain America, so it's like I do want to see Winter Soldier. I want to see Civil War, like whatever. Yeah. I just want to see more Steve Rogers, and I'm pacing myself because we're making content out of it. Audrey
0: can't look at the camera while she's saying this. I'm everyone. embarrassed. Yeah. You like are slowly turning your head further and further away from looking at me while you're speaking to me. And that's how I know you feel an appropriate amount of shame.
1: It's a shame response. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know what to do. I'm not. I'm not like I'm not buying like little action figures. I'm not going to get a Captain gonna, America You're fucking shirt. going to. You can't prove that. I know you're going to have a Captain America
0: figure in your house. I could. I know. Would I hang a Captain America shield?
1: Yes. I mean, the same thing happened when like Cam and Nate started their My Hero Academia podcast. The Big 3 go listen now. Some good shows network. It's really good. Both the show and the podcast following
0: the show are really good. It also has uh, Jess Howard. So, Yes.
1: And I had not I had not watched that show except for like some ex of mine like showed me the first couple episodes when I was in college, like fine whatever. Mm-hmm. I shotgunned 80 episodes of that anime yeah. and now i own like eight figures i own like multiple shirts i this only have the invisible happens. girl figure because i think it's funny that is funny <laughs> uh, but yeah nate had to
0: bully me into watching that series and they were right i ended up fucking loving it and i don't i don't typically like i don't watch a lot of anime i don't like a lot of anime
1: i don't typically like superhero stuff so that's why i didn't oh, watch my hero academia because mm-hmm. it's superhero shit and then i was like and now here we are audrey yeah now here we are <laughs> We are bimboifying you, non derogatory. We love bimbos. I know. I always like being a woman who, uh, you know, in certain times of my life has played a lot of video games. Like there are certain like varieties of like geek. I feel like there's like the video yeah, game, totally the you. comics. Lifeers. So I've always, I've always been like, oh no, I'm not like the comics person. Mm-hmm. I'm becoming a pretty
0: well rounded nerd. Okay, yeah. we got to get back on this movie. Mm. So he has captured, um, Shmi. Sorry, I Zola. need to back up. Who captured Shmi? Steve? No, someone's interrogating him.
1: Oh, Tommy Lee Jones.
0: It is it okay? So Tommy Lee has Shmi in a cell and hands him steak, broccoli, potatoes, and a glass of milk. Disgusting yeah. combination. <laughs> but he's like, I don't, I don't eat meat. And Tommy Lee's like, I'm not going to let this fucking prime ass steak go to waste, and just starts eating it while interrogating yeah. him.
1: Cute. Tommy chill. It, it seemed like. Oh are, are you poisoning me And it's like no why would we poison you Like we would just kill you if we wanted to kill you dude We want information uh, And like I will say initially I thought Zola was going to like defect or something cuz he's just he seems very scared in his interactions Every time you with say Schmidt.
0: Zola, I think that we're talking about Grey's Anatomy because that is one of her children.
1: Oh. Yeah, I keep I keep like being like that's his name, right? Yeah. It is, yeah. I ke- I kept thinking he was going to defect because in his interactions with Schmidt, he's twitchy. It, he's twitchy and like he's not getting the respect because he's the one inventing all of these things that Schmidt is using. Mm-hmm. Uh but in this interrogation it's clear that like he has an actual admiration for this guy and he's not just scared of him and I was like okay I don't have any sympathy left for you though
0: Uh, I like when he says something to him about you guys haven't broken that code yet have you
1: that would be awkward Ugh. It was a really good scene.
0: He believes he walks in the footsteps of gods. Only the world itself will satisfy him. Mm. That's not a real man. He literally, I think he says, you do realize that's nuts, right? The sanity of the plan is of no consequence because he yeah. can do it. Like He believes in this off-the-wall plan so much. Obviously, this is never going to happen. You're never going to achieve world domination. No. You have no clear cause for it. Stop giving villains this motive without something backing it up. Like it just makes no goddamn
1: sense. It's very strange. And like I guess you could make the argument of like, well, didn't Hitler want to rule the world? But it's like I don't know how far he would have gotten that with that in the first place. Yeah, Hitler had syphilis. Nazis were on so much meth, dude. Like Hitler just had constant IBS. He had a complex. <laughs> true it brings me a lot of joy knowing he shit himself a lot he had like he horrible stomach pro i hate this because i i listen to a lot of history podcasts but it's like yeah. he had horrible stomach problems I'm like doctors didn't miserable. know how to fix him yeah he was just having like bad poops all the time and yeah nazis were just on meth so they thought yeah they can conquer the world but it's like if we were to take a couple steps back i think it's clear that like i I get it, because when I do coke, theoretically, I also
0: feel like I can take on the world. Yeah, in Minecraft. Like, I get it. Yeah, it's just annoying. So he, it's just, what are they going to do when they conquer the world? What's the plan then? Like, I don't know. If he succeeded, then what? Are you going to force a plastic surgeon to fix your fucking face? Because I think you can do that now. Mm -hmm. Schmidt. Yeah, they they had plastic surgery (sighs) back then. And then we cut to Steve living out my personal worst nightmare. He's in a bar drinking alone and cannot get drunk.
1: Yeah, Horrifying. that's fine. really interesting. So Horrifying. like Erskine was like had told him he would have
0: four, four times, times metabolism.
1: the metabolism. he must eat.
0: I so had the same much. comment. We never see him eat, but he has to eat four times as much.
1: Yeah, like I remember like articles coming out about Michael Phelps having to eat like thousands yeah. and thousands of calories a day because and he's Dwayne the
0: Rock. And Dwayne The Rock his, Johnson. His food and it's it's staggering. It's
1: absurd. Yeah, you have to like eat so much yeah so yeah i thought that was interesting and funny then we get to see him on a motorcycle and there is something
0: about a man on a motorcycle for me specifically i get it yeah Yeah. it's a long-going weakness it's resulted in a lot of problems for me um there's a squadron of bikes chasing him Mm -hmm. they're doing a
1: terrible job yes he's evading them very easily
0: he's got like the batmobile of motorcycles at this point which is wild the Captain America
1: mobile or something. Yeah, he yeah. close
0: lines them. It's got little fiery projectiles.
1: Yeah, they're, they're we're closing in on like the final like big encounter of the movie. Like yeah. they've they've tracked down Schmidt. Schmidt's like getting ready to basically attack the United States. Which both yeah, like why is that your first? I guess like if you're gonna knock out a huge power initially, like. Mm-hmm. I,
0: Start in Russia or something, dude. It's not going to end well for you. Actually, yeah. no. Historically, attacking Russia doesn't end well for you either, German. <laughs> so he, I like that he pulls the pins of the grenades that are in the back of two of the bikes, and then just keeps mm-hmm. going and lets leaves them to explode. Funny.
1: That's really good. Yeah, he must he must have like superhuman like dexterity and like yeah. all of that stuff too. to co-
0: to like balance all that. Yeah, he throws the shield and it comes back to him, and I have nothing yeah. but questions. It's yeah. not a boomerang. It's not. It's not magically whatever. Like meow meow. Yeah. How that shield come back? I don't know. I,
1: I think that's a recurring thing. I don't know how it works. I don't know if he calls it or if it's always just like hit object come back. But it and does he's come just back to really him a lot. good at it. Like really good at like boomeranging it around. I yeah. don't know.
0: Schmidt calls Schmidt, who believes himself to be a god, calls someone else arrogant. <laughs> Sweetie, yeah. we're projecting, honey. And Steve replies, "I'm just a kid from Brooklyn." And I again am sick of the goddamn New York City pandering in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. There are other cities that people can be from. Yeah.
1: In the DC Universe, Spider-Man or not Spider-Man, Superman's from Kansas, right? Uh, it's debated, but yeah, whatever. He's from the care.
0: Midwest. Yeah, yeah. It's like there's like Kansas, Illinois. Depends on
1: yeah, whatever. But it's the Midwest.
0: Yeah. Every goddamn Marvel anything takes place in New
1: York. Yeah. Stop. Yeah, Steve basically gets surrounded by Hydra people, and then he gives the I'm a kid from Brooklyn line, and all of his friends zip line in and save yeah. the day.
0: His old-timey prospector buddy with that yeah. goddamn mustache. I love it.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: they continue blue misting soldiers, which mm-hmm. is just incredible.
1: Yeah. I don't care. It makes no sense. I love it. I don't care either. Yeah. Go ahead. Poof. Because, like, it's PG-13. You can't do anything too crazy, but I will mm-hmm. say at one point, so they... Schmidt gets into his big like airplane thing, right? Mm-hmm. And Steve gets on there, and there's basically all of these kamikaze missiles that Hydra agents are. They're labeled by city. It's like Chicago, New York, like etc. Well, in case you get lost,
0: I guess. in case you forget where you're supposed to
1: go. But like, there are all these smaller like bomb planes, and mm-hmm. the Hydra agents are like getting into them. Uh, at one point, Steve throws a guy through a propeller of a plane. Yep, that's yucky.
0: There's some pink mist for you. Yeah. I appreciate that throughout the entire movie, repeatedly, we are told if you cut off one head, two more will take its place. Mm-hmm. And Tommy kills a man and just immediately shouts,
1: let's go find two more. Fuck yeah, yeah, that was really good because that is, yeah, that is a recurring thing. I think like the, the German secret agent that killed Erskine even said that.
0: Mm-hmm. It, it's I love like it. they
1: repeated a lot. And it was mm-hmm. just like finally. My, 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 how the
0: turns have tabled.
1: (laughs) How the turntables have
0: tabled. They, I have an annoying, I have an annoying. They show Mm -hmm. Steve grabbing a chain and swinging to catch the plane. They don't show him landing. They just cut to him running. Yeah. I don't know why it bothered me. It was, it just like felt like. Like, I stumbled while watching it. Don't do that. Show Sean, do the cool superhero pose, Land. You know the one. Um, So he does see the Chicago and Boston, and he doesn't really react. But then he sees New York, and he gets really pissy.
1: Yeah, he's like, we that's have where to stop I draw this. the line. Yeah. There's actually
0: people, innocent people living in Chicago and Boston as well. They're great Fewer, cities.
1: but there still are people there, yeah. Yeah.
0: Fucking get it together, Stephen.
1: Was there one labeled Washington, D.C.? Like, our capital was there at this point, right? Oh,
0: yeah. We've had that capital Isn't for that a Isn't that
1: funny? While, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't fucking know.
0: Go for the Pentagon. No, we should not be giving them advice, actually, on how to I, attack no. our country. Uh, let, let's
1: maybe. let's let's uh lay off. Uh, I will say at one point, Schmidt says, "I have seen the future, Captain. There are no flags." Don't have a problem with that one. That's nice.
0: We have different imaginings of what that sentence means. Yes, he and
1: I, but yeah. yes, he um, like, that part's fine. He lets a bomb out at some point. Mm-hmm. Like just like drops it. Where the fuck does that land? I think they're still over the ocean because eventually oh, sorry, when Steve, Nemo. when Steve takes like control of the plane, he's like, I have to like crash land it so that it yes. doesn't get to New York or oh, like this right. other high right, populated yeah. Like they're, they're, they're flying over the ocean. Also, planes back then didn't go super fast. Like it still takes, you know, quite a bit of time to get.
0: No, this is a Nazi super plane. Sure. I All of guess. their technology is. More in the future than we are right now. Whatever. <sighs> Every Marvel movie is just the superhero battling an evil version of himself. Mm-hmm. Every single fucking one. Stop. Find new plot. I'm sick of Iron Man battling evil Iron Man. I'm sick of Hulk battling evil Hulk. Thor battles evil God. Like That's a good point. Yeah. And then in this one again, we have super
1: soldier battling evil super soldier. Come on. And the, the thing that gets that destroys Schmidt is he's like... He takes the cube and then he disintegrates himself. He doesn't, though. He fucking teleports. So a portal oh. appears above
0: the tesseract, and it sucks him into th- into space. He's not what? dead. Well, maybe he's dead, but I'm guessing this is another Uncle Ben situation.
1: No one's dead except for Uncle Ben. Man, what the fuck? Yep. I want I want closure Did he get on bi-frosted? some stuff. Did he get bifrost? I don't know. That. Ugh. I don't get it. Oh, I just saw my note of,
0: in the future, there will be no flags, not my future." And I, my comment is, I don't know, a future without
1: nationalism sounds great. See, yeah, you and I had the same thought there. We were like, <laughs> that, that sentence alone, out of context. OK. We just pulling by the curtain, we just had
0: St. Patrick's Day when we were recording this. Today's mm-hmm. the 20th, and there are more Irish flags hanging on American houses than there are in Ireland.
1: Like, this is so weird, stop. People are so weird. It's so
0: weird. Ugh. Like, doing anything abroad, you're never seeing that country's flag anywhere but, like, a bank. No. No one's flying the French flag out of their fucking apartment.
1: No, it's cringe here, too. It's just that it's peop- so not as cringe. many people realize it's cringe. Yeah. Um, also, the Tesseract just, like, falls through the fo- floor of the plane, and it's like, okay, like, that's gonna be a thing later. We get it. Okay. Yeah.
0: Helps helps kind of understand why it comes into possession of S.H.I.E.L.D. later.
1: Can I tell you a secret? Please do. I did tear up. Um. You bitch. I know. Cause I know what you're tearing up at. Steve takes control of the plane. And he
0: can only move it up or down. He for some yeah. reason can't move it left or right.
1: He radios Peggy and he basically has to be li- like they're like talking about how she wants she tells him to meet her at I don't a bar. Even at do eight. This. I know. It I they're like talking and it's clear that, you know. He has to fly it into the ground and like she's tearing up and I'm crying. Don't be late. Don't be late. <laughs> Fuck. Ugh. Yeah, and then he crashes it and it's static and I'm sad. <laughs>
0: it was brutal. That was yeah. such a sweet and perfect goodbye. It's I'm like so mad.
1: We know looking at it, like obviously from the beginning of the movie, that he's eventually going to be fine. But it's like future. she doesn't that's it for her. That's awful.
0: Yeah, I love you, I'm Peggy. Saying, and this is when Peggy. we would watch the Carter series. yeah, Because then we can find out what Peggy
1: did afterwards. But Disney hates women, so. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to hold off on watching it for a little bit, too, like just in case. But it's like, I do, I want to know. It's just like a cute little detective noir. It's like Gotham, kind of. Mm. It's, just, it's, a, it's a nice series. It's fine. I think Chad Michael Murray's in it. Oh, good for him. I think. Or is he in Gotham? Am I mixing them up? I don't know. Chad Michael Murray's career is very interesting to me. <laughs> Dude, w- w- yeah, <laughs> we can't yeah? get into it. But like, he's in a lot of Bruce Willis like low budget films now, yeah. and also the Haunting of Georgia, or not the Haunting of Georgia, the Haunting of Connecticut Two, Haunting in Georgia, the entire state. Like that. Yeah, have we not talked about this? <laughs> I'm a horror movie bitch. I'm a horror bitch. <laughs> There's a ha- the Haunting in Connecticut and the Haunting Connecticut Two, which takes place in Georgia.
0: Is there a city in Georgia called Connecticut? Not in the movie.
1: What the Chad man? Michael Murray's in it and he's a daddy.
0: He is indeed an Agent Carter. Wait, okay. is he a daddy or is he a daddy?
1: He's a, both. All right. It's Chad Michael Murray. He's daddy. Yeah.
0: So then Steven is waking up in this fake hospital bed and I become enraged because his eyelashes are so long and perfect. <laughs> Stop giving men... Perfect eyelashes. Give me perfect eyelashes.
1: He recognizes the. I think it's a baseball game. Baseball game on the radio, and he's like, "Something wrong. Is something's wrong here?"
0: What's wild to me is that these super intelligent fucking agents played a baseball game from 1941.
1: Yeah, you could which have was just several not done years
0: that. before he went missing.
1: Yeah, like you would think that they would have planned better for that. You know, you know the day that man went missing. So yeah. What, what the fuck are we doing? And then the the synopsis I'm reading is like a young nurse who bears a striking resemblance to Peggy enters. It's like she's just kind of no, she, dressed. She's brunette. She's dressed up as like anybody else from the 40s, I guess. I don't yeah. know. She's just a,
0: a skinny brunette woman. Neat.
1: Yeah. S.H.I.E.L.D. is like trying to ease like ease him into the fact that he, you know, has been in ice for decades mm-hmm. um, and he breaks out and he runs around new york city and he's looking In around his
0: giant pants and tiny shirt
1: yeah his very tight shirt yeah. and sam jackson nick fury shows up and he's like trying to talk to him and he's like hey bud don't freak mm-hmm. out don't get mad
0: <laughs> um
1: <laughs> yeah he's like it's so we gotta like, tell you something it's been like 70 years um everyone you knew and love is dead probably probably and it's it's very sad steve's like i had a date date Mm. that hurt boy i know and then we get the absolute
0: legendary shot of him boxing from behind yes yeah which is every gif i saw on tumblr from 2011 until probably present tense is still the only (laughs) gif i see on tumblr and then we just effectively instead of i don't remember seeing this in the after credits when i watched it originally in theaters But it is just a trailer for the Avengers.
1: Yeah, the the post-credits scene is just a really lame like superhero movie trailer.
0: We do get, thank God, they have stopped bleaching Thor's eyebrows. So Mm. in the next time Thor appears, he won't
1: have yellow eyebrows. The one thing I can say about the trailer is that I do like that it had the line, some assembly required. (laughs) Oh, cute. I didn't notice that. Yeah. That's cute. I thought that was nice. I was like, if you're going to do this, because like, Otherwise, the trailer is just pretty lame. It's just like, here are all these dudes. You know these dudes? They've been in the past four movies. Aaron, what did you think? Yeah, Aaron, what did you think?
0: So I could actually do a whole bit, uh, a thing about how I actually really like Captain America the First Avenger Um, and how I think it's uh, the first real good MCU movie because it leans hard into a genre, in this case, period piece. But I'm not going to do that because you're here for the bits so, uh, excuse me while I uh, do my Captain America first Avenger bit. Uh, here we go.
1: Hey, what's up? It's me, Captain America. Hey. And then also I did finally watch the consultant one shot. I thought it was interesting. Okay. It was cute. I do want to, I do want to watch agents of shield at some point. Um, just cause I do like Coulson.
0: Is that in the MCU? I
1: don't know. I might just watch it for me or if we like run out of stuff.
0: Yeah. I watched a lot of it and then I think I gave up cause it, it, i was like i get it
1: yeah i don't a lot of those shows they don't have like the main characters in them really i imagine because no. No, 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 that's no. too expensive right but they'll they have colson and they have
0: peggy but they're never gonna have Stephen or tony
1: mm-hmm. anthony so i i think they're probably pretty limited on like the stuff they could do right yeah but i, I do want to watch it i don't know any other thoughts on the movie no <laughs> it's my favorite. It's I, do, my favorite I so really far. liked it, yeah. I liked Thor a lot. I loved
0: Captain America, mm-hmm. even though it was pure military propaganda all the way through.
1: Yes, it was military propaganda, Steve Rogers fan service, and the second one, I think, trumps the first one, and that's why I like it. The second what? The second thing I listed. Oh, The gotcha. fan service trumps yeah, yeah. the propaganda for me. I agree. I'll live with it. It was just
0: fun. It was just a fun little, fun little movie. Yeah, it makes me want to watch more.
1: But just of Steve.
0: Oh, that's our next episode will be the Avengers, obviously. Yes. And we are pulling in our homies. Yay. So we're going to be recording it with Nate and Cam. We're going to have a little
1: Avengers gathering of our own. We're assembling the Some Good Shows Avengers. Incredible. Cute. Yeah. So next episode will be the first Avengers movie from 2012. And that's also going to be the end of phase one. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like the end of our first season. Yeah. So thanks. Nice.
0: Thanks for sticking around.
1: Yeah. If you've listened to all of the the episodes we've put out so far, thank you. Uh, I'm sorry. (laughs) We're sorry and thank you. Uh, I do think they're only getting better as we go along. We're kind of coming into our, you know. We're
0: figuring out how to like reconcile our notes with each other so we're not skipping around as much, I hope.
1: Yeah. So if you want to leave us a review on your podcasting app, if you want to, you know, give us any feedback, all of our, you know. Social media is listed in the intro of our show. So, yeah. Reviews make us more discoverable than just
0: watches, too. So that's why yes. everyone at pushes for you to review their podcast. It's because it, it really helps the discovery algorithms. So thank
1: Follow you. us on Twitter. like Tell your friends. We really appreciate all of the feedback that we've gotten so far. Everybody's been super nice and supportive. I know. It's yeah. incredible. It's really great. Okay. So if you're watching along, go ahead and watch The Avengers for our next episode. And, yeah, tune in to listen to us argue with Nate and Cam, maybe. And Nate has, if you've watched or
0: listened to the My Hero podcast, Big Three, Nate mm-hmm. has f- film bona fides, yes. so
1: they're probably going to have so much smarter things to say than we typically do. Steve Titty's big, nice, yes. Yeah, they're going to yes. be a lot more intelligent than that. <laughs> All right. They, thanks, guys. They old him up like a Greek god, baby. Yes. Okay. Sorry. All right. Thank you, everyone. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening to the MCU Thoughtcast. Our editing was done by Cam Koenig. Our show art was made by Aaron Moeller. Our theme song, Crash, was made by Cavity Crew. Special thanks to Some Good Shows for having us on the network. Please check out their other podcasts, such as The Video Game
1: Robot Show, The Big Three, and more. Everyone involved in the making of this show can be found on Twitter, and their tags are in our podcast description. We'll see you next episode.